0: The Extraordinary Powers of the Human Mind Episode 2 The Awesome Power of the Human Mind That Can Kill or Cure It's been proved in numerous scientific experiments that human thought can affect bacteria, yeast, plants, ants, chicks, mice and rats, cats and dogs, human cells, and even the brain rhythm of other human beings, where the most ordered mind prevails. According to Bruce Lipton, an internationally recognised authority on bridging science and spirit, whatever the mind perceives, it passes the message on to the trillions of cells in our bodies, which then adjust to that perception. You've probably heard of the placebo effect, but you might be less familiar with its opposite, called the nocebo effect. If the body's informed it has cancer, it believes it. If told the opposite, it believes it. This is the nocebo and placebo effects. For instance, there's the much-documented story of the man infested with cancerous tumours the size of oranges that, apparently, disappeared like snowballs on a griddle after taking a so-called wonder drug, which the man was convinced was the answer to his death sentence. But when the drug was debunked as useless, his cancer came back. Then his doctor pretended an even more miraculous drug had been discovered and injected him with just plain salt water. And again, the growths once again disappeared. A few months later, the American Medical Association published another debunking article, and the man died shortly afterwards. Belief is the key. Another example of the nocebo effect is the true story of the triplets who were born in the backwoods of Montana. Because it was Friday the 13th, the superstitious midwife predicted that each one of the girls would die one day before, respectively, their 16th, 21st and 23rd birthdays. And because their mother unwisely repeated this to them as children and their minds believed it, they did. Quantum scientists say we are governed by information fields, in which disease is just scrambled information. So, is the nocebo effect a case of the mind creating one of a million probabilities that exist out there? Scientists, by the way, call this the observer creates reality. The mind mentally constructs a scenario which is then projected back as a reality. On the positive side, could this theory be used as a healing modality? The nocebo effect works with plants, too. In his book In Resonance with Nature, Hans Anderweg tells of how he found that when he told a landowner that his trees were in bad shape, they took on that bad shape from the moment of his diagnosis. And this gives us a clue as to where the energy comes from to bring about change. With placebos, we normally assume it's the patient's own mind that believes something, and that belief brings about a cure. But in Hans Andervig's case, it couldn't be true that the trees had a belief. It had to be his belief that was the governing factor. He was convinced the trees were sickly and they became sickly. As far as the landowner was concerned, his trees had been mostly perfectly healthy until Anderveg had been called in. Now, I don't wish to muddy the waters here, but I suspect this might have been a case of what's known as retrocausality or backward causation. This is a concept of cause and effect in which an effect, the sick trees, precede its cause in time. And of Egg's diagnosis. In the quantum world, there's no such thing as time and space. All time is now. In fact, Einstein insisted the distinction between past, present, and future is only a stubbornly persistent illusion. But let's not go further down that rabbit hole now. From our contention that Anderweg's belief played a crucial role, we could extrapolate that when a miraculous cure happens, it could be the belief of the medical practitioner that's as important as the patient's. The annals of medicine are full of stories of unexplained and extraordinary healing, often what all the disparate examples have in common is that the healing is preceded by some kind of profound personal change. One doctor said, The patient who begins their journey is a different self from the one who ends it. Recovering sufferers were observed to have had a dissociative experience or had about them a differentness or experienced an existential shift that set them on the path to remarkable recovery? Could it be that by believing in creating a new self, the minds of these patients caused what quantum physicists call a collapse of the wave function? To bring into being a different self, one without cancer, for instance... Incidentally, this boffin-speak, collapse of the wave function, means really that the mind has conjured into existence just one of millions of probabilities that float invisibly all around us. The earlier mentioned Bruce Lipton in his groundbreaking book The Biology of Belief, Unleashing the Power of Consciousness, Matter and Miracles, the author documents proof that it's The mind's perception of the environment, not our genes, that controls life at the cellular level. The mind passes messages to the body's trillions of cells which act on those messages. If told you have cancer, the body believes it, the nocebo effect. But when told the opposite, the body accepts it, the placebo effect. In one experiment, a group of cancer patients were injected with plain salt water. Thinking they were being treated with chemotherapy, they lost their hair. In another experiment, doctors found that the more dramatic the treatment, the bigger the placebo effect. Big pills seemed to work more effectively than small ones. And even though the medication was inert, it seemed to spark a physical mechanism as real as any drug. Not only did it relieve pain, it also slowed the breathing and heart rate, just as opioids do. So, be careful of the power of belief. This belief is the reason that medical diagnoses often become self-fulfilling prophecies. People often heal themselves when they've been convinced that a healing has taken place their unconscious minds then manufacture what's necessary for a cure. It's been proved scientifically that if a treatment signifies care and hope to the patient, it often works. But this belief effect isn't confined to healing. Addressing the topic of drugs trials, Bruce Lipson talks of the experimenter effect. He says that if the trials are paid for by the pharmaceutical companies, the outcome is often in their favour. This is not because of cheating, but rather because the mindset of the experimenters influences the outcome of the experiment. He points out another interesting observation, that 95 to 99% of our body is controlled by our subconscious, which has mostly been pre-programmed by the age of six. After that, it needs to be reprogrammed to counter negative traits. This will explain how emotional traumas experienced as a young child will often manifest in physical, mental or emotional illness much later in life. I knew an 80-year-old afflicted with a lifetime of physical and mental torture until a therapist uncovered sexual abuse use which had occurred at the age of 6 sadly that client was only able to enjoy a few years of peace before dying many of the topics i cover in these podcasts are explored in all my psychic mind series of books their titles are unlock the psychic powers of your unconscious mind in tune with the infinite mind and douse your way to psychic power. You can find Kindle, printed, and audiobook versions of them all on Amazon. Just put Anthony Talmage in the book search field. They're also available from all other good ebook stores. And check out the footer to this series for more details. Coming up in episode three, Minds that Create thought forms with minds of their own.